I'm Courtney. I'm Joe. And, and this, this is, is Courtney, Courtney and Joe, Joe Spoil, Spoil Everything. everything. Courtney, this week we enter the world of Power Rangers mixed with Princess Bride, crazy screams, lesbian fantasy <laughs> island, and I'm kind of here for it. I've missed this kind of show. Oh. We're doing Xena. Oh, God. Okay. Well, my first question was, is this supposed to be bad? But since you liked it, now I don't know what. This was like a thing. It was the thing that shows would be like this bad, like fake acting. It's exactly like Power Rangers. It's intentional bad acting. No, it's just the way things were back then. It's like nostalgia. Okay. This was definitely (laughs) par for the course for action shows back in the day. Yeah, I remember a little bit of Hercules, and I know Xena was a spinoff of that, which we'll get to. But my God, when it was on, I was like... This is so bad that it might as well have been a Kung Fu movie where like they dub it in English and like the mouth keeps moving like that. (laughs) That's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah, it was. uh, (laughs) It definitely could have been like Scandinavian and I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, can you just clarify something for me? This is Greek mythology, right? So it's a spinoff of Greek mythology. So they talk about Zeus. They talk about. Aries, they talk about all these different ones. And I'm like, well, no one has a Greek accent. There's a redhead. Like, nobody looks Greek. Like, and there's a mixture of accents. Like, some people talk like it's 90s America. Some people talk like Old English. Some people have adapted, like, a mid-Atlantic accent. Like, what? Are they supposed to be Greek? Wait, also, do you do you think that redheads just evolved at some point in time? They didn't exist back in... Greek. No, I just don't think there's a lot of redheaded Greeks. Like, (laughs) do you? Not everyone had like sick, deep tans and black hair. All right. (laughs) People traveled the the world. Like the people. This isn't like nomads. Like (laughs) hunters and gatherers time. Well, like (laughs) Okay, I guess. I guess. All right. I just think there should have been maybe like a little thought into that because the mixtures of accents is very peculiar. It is. It's it's kind of like they took a bunch of stories and like chopped them in and like just put them all in a blender and just picked and chose what they wanted from like Greek mythology and certain things because obviously Xena is not an actual character. No, and I um, heard that. Kevin Sorbo, who was Hercules, had an issue with Xena, the show, because they made Xena so powerful that he's like, well, Hercules is supposed to be half man, half God. I'm supposed to be the most, you know, the one with the most power, the most strength in the world. And now she's got an equal power to what I have. But that was also probably he might have been bitter because her show did better than Hercules, the legendary journeys. So interesting. Very interesting. I mean, yeah, because like I was trying to grasp if she was a demigod or not, which is like that half human, half god. Yeah, I couldn't. They didn't really preface any of that. At one point, they said she came from the sky. So that was an exaggeration. The guy was saying it was like a mythological (laughs) exaggeration. I'll get to that. 
We'll oh, talk about okay. it. Okay. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Do you want me to All tell right. do you want me to tell you a little background on this tale yeah, here? Yeah, background cuz I got lots of good stuff for this show. Okay, cool. So, as I said, it is a spin-off of Hercules the Legendary Journeys, which is also kind of like that fantasy tale based in Greek mythology. Xena actually did end up being more successful than Hercules, it outperformed it in the numbers. Um, it was canceled in the year 2000. And that year that it was canceled, it was the top rated hour long action show in syndication because um, it definitely had a cult following and was praised for having that strong female lead, which I think was lacking on TV at that time. Um, Xena Warrior Princess actually turns tw- turns 25 this year. I can't believe that the show was made 25 years ago. But when you watch it and you see, you know, those great special effects and superb acting, I mean, I guess it makes more sense. But um, anyway, so, yeah, it started in 1995. So it celebrated its 25th anniversary this year. Um, You can find Xena's like warrior bikini, the outfit that she wears there in the Smithsonian uh, Natural Museum of American History, because Lucy Lawless actually donated it to the museum in 2006. And then what I found interesting was a couple of things. Um, Lucy Lawless, who's the main character, and I know you're going to get into some character stuff. In addition to playing Xena, she played nine other characters in Hercules and Xena, which I'm like, that's got to make for some interesting storytelling. And she mm-hmm. wasn't the only one that did it. There are other actors that were in the show that also played several several characters. So that's kind of. You know, I don't know if their talent pool is just shallow or if there's some method of madness behind that. Um, what I also found interesting was that Sam Raimi was the ex- executive producer on the show. And he's well known for creating Spider-Man and Evil Dead. And I guess Evil Dead does have some of the same like campiness that Xena does. So you can sort of see like some of his trademark in that. The other thing I thought was funny is that Quentin Tarantino was a huge fan of the show, which should like tell us all something. And then um, in our last episode, when you were like referencing what pilot was going to come next, you said that she was like a huge lesbian icon. And um, I read that a lot of fans believe there was a lesbian relationship between Xena and Gabrielle, um, but they didn't like, they kept it kind of ambiguous, but Lucy Lawless did think that, yes, the characters were romantically involved. Yeah. And with Sam, the the producer, he did For Love of the Game with Kevin Costner, who you love. (gasps) How did I not know that? I always think of him for like Evil Dead and stuff, but that is you want to know a couple my favorite Kevin Costner him? movie. What? I love that movie too. Yeah, it's so uh, cool. during the 1980s. He used to live in an apartment with Bruce Campbell, Scott Spiegel, the Coen Brothers, Holly Hunter, Francis McDormand, and Kathy Bates. Holy shit! Imagine like what was just going on in there every night, huh? Yeah, and a funny another fun fact over his years as a director. Uh, his 1973 Oldsmobile Delta, originally bought um, by his father for when he was 14, has played Ash's car in the Evil Dead movies, Uncle Ben and Aunt Mary's in Spider-Man movies, Annie's car in The Gift, and Miss Ganoush's car in Drag Me to Hell. Oh, that's fun. And it's made cameos in almost every one of his other movies. Has it just like drawn by? I'm that's also going to cool. assume that his brother is... Ted Raimi, who's in this show, just because they have the same last name, I'm assuming they're yeah. related. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Some more fun facts I'm going to dive into. Lucy Lawless modeled Xena's famous uh, war cry on the <laughs> ululations of Arab women. 
God. I'm sorry, but I kept calling it a bird call in my notes because I was like, That's what okay. The we can keep hell? it a bird call. <laughs> uh, before her own series, Xena made her debut in three episodes of Hercules. Uh, Vanessa Angel was the original choice to play her, but when the actress became too ill to fly to New Zealand, Lucy Lawless was casted instead. Nice. Um, and wasn't New Zealand gorgeous? That grass was so green and that sky was so blue. Mm-hmm. I was like, where the hell is the shot? Um, 15 years after the series premiered, Lucy Lawless starred as Lucretia, the w- evil wife of Roman gladiator school owner Quintus Vitaeus in um, Spartacus Blood and Sand. Uh, Lucy Lawless was offered the role of Jean Grey in X-Men, but wasn't able to do the role uh, due to work on Xena. Hmm. She could have fit into that world pretty easily, I think. Uh, Rob Tappert. He did Time Cop, Darkman, um, Hard Target. Yeah. On why he, on how he picked out Xena's weapon. He said, I had a book of ancient weapons and I saw this weird discus called the Shockram. And I said, let's give it to her because it can return and we'll never have another character use it. John, uh, Shulian, the series writer, said he hated it and we should have we should have cut around it. I told him that the weapon is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's their signature piece. <laughs> I kept calling that a boomerang as well. Like, I'm yeah. so like, whatever. Uh, Xena Warrior Princess has been credited by many, including Buffy the Vampire Slayer creator Josh mm-hmm. uh, Wendon as blazing the trail for yeah. a new generation of female action heroes such as Buffy. Max of Dark Angel, Sydney Bristol of Alias, mm-hmm. uh, and the bride in Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill. I can see that. That all kind of lines up perfectly with that character. Uh, after serving as Lucy Lawless's stunt double in uh, Xena, stunt woman Zoe E. Bell was recruited by Uma Thurman's stunt double in Tarantino's Kill Bill by helping pave the way of female action heroes. Uh, Xena also strengthened the stunt woman profession. Wow. Were you aware that at the time that this was made or even a few years after that this was such a thing? What? Xena. Like. Yeah. Oh, I've known this is like a thing. Oh. And I want everyone at home to know I was this many years old when I realized Xena was Diane from Parks and Rec. (laughs) Blew my fucking mind. Well, because she's a natural blonde. Lucy Mm -hmm. Lawless. So yeah. they dye her for Xena. So if she's in anything else, I have to imagine she's rocking her natural She looks color. so different. Also, she's older in that, so. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense, too. Um, they, uh, can you tell me what exactly a warrior princess is? I don't know. That makes two of them. I don't know if she's an <laughs> actual princess. We never find that out. Yeah. I know she's a warrior. Is she's like an Amazonian warrior? Is that what she's supposed to be? Because that's a real thing. Yeah. Amazonian warrior were women that were tall, supposed to be a darker skin, dark complexion, um, and like taller than like your average man. So Yes, were, I knew that. Yeah. So I don't know if that's what they modeled her after. I really had like I really have a hard time trying to narrow her down in Greek mythology so I can make like comparisons and stuff. Because I know there are some we'll talk about there's like cyclopses and certain things. It's very, very typical of your average, uh, you know, Greek, uh, you know, Roman mythology type of deal. So, right. I mean, in my impression, 
what I kind of gathered in the very beginning there and the fact that this episode was called quote unquote sins of the past is that she was bad before maybe like in Hercules world and she was yeah. kind of like atoning for that. So that maybe plays a role in it too, but I didn't know where the princess thing comes in. Yeah. Let's just dive into the live view and then we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can come across yeah. it. First four by three aspect ratio. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Let's just cut off my widescreen. Let's just, narrow it down could you believe it and it was i mean you talked about how we were laughing how i wanted you by the sd of pushing daisies and it was going to be grainy i mean this fucking thing might as well have been shot in my backyard (laughs) also i realized (laughs) i I had pushing daisies for free because i had like some cw thing i downloaded what and here i am paying two bones and i was watching hd full free okay so there's this part where she's riding her horse and she's like looking around like suspiciously. And I was like very on the nose for the pilot to be called sins of the past. And here she is just having flashbacks of like fucking murdering people. Well, th- cause I wondered how, because I knew this was a spinoff. I wondered how they were going to set this up for first time watchers. So I'm assuming that these like little replays are like her warrior days. And we're kind of supposed to know what that means. All those Absolutely. Yeah, I know. That's how I took it. It, it. it was easy to catch up to. Um, we see Xena riding a horse thinking about like killing people and burning down villages. She runs into a little kid who says his whole family was killed by Xena throwing lightning bolts and breathing fire. Um, (laughs) She gets so distraught that she ends up taking off all her combat gear and and burying it. So are we meant to believe that that child's comment is what changes her from bad to good? And that's it. Like she was already struggling with it. Okay. With with her like identity because she doesn't want to be seen as a bad person. I think she was doing what she thought was right at the time, and now she has come to like retire this by burying it as like a symbol of burying the past. Yeah. Um, as soon as she's burying it, she runs into a bunch of villagers being held hostage, and she decides to help. She at one point takes a stick. And decides to like fight these bad dudes. She takes a stick, puts it in the ground, and runs horizontally across their faces in a circle. And I was like, "Okay, what the fuck is going on with this?" Yeah, the- <laughs> so much weird. Like, I was like, "Who did the costume and makeup?" Like, was it was somebody that was fired from like Mad Max, or like you know, like it was such weird shit going it was very on. Very Indiana it. Jones, Temple of Doom, yeah. mixed with Mad Max. Like, it was just like it also reminded me of um oh shoot like Willow with um ah uh, come on Val Kilmer and, with Val Kilmer like yeah but much more terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh it has a narrator too which is like what oh yeah that little like shpe- like you know when they did the because they did like the cold open and then they did like the intro thing and i was like okay this is like her backstory i guess like where the cgi god pops up and all that is that what you're talking about yeah there was just like a narrator in the yeah. back i'm like because I think that was supposed to be like the intro, like the uh, theme song. Yeah, well, that was Don LaFontaine. If you don't know him, he's done like every fucking voiceover. Yes. Used to do, what is it, 1-800-MOVIE-LINE? 1-800-MOVIE-TICKETS? Yep. We used to have to call to find out the movie times at a theater. Oh, God. I still do. That was was his his voice. Um, 
so she ends up saving these villagers and this one villager her name's gabrielle she wants to come with xena since she's doing to marry a guy who's dull yeah boring not that it's a bad relationship not that he's abusive he's just dull he's dull a little farm boy who's boring wait do you fail to mention how when xena like <laughs> defeats them she does the slap backhand slap like she did like the three the three slaps <laughs> I think running across their face horizontally enough encapsulates how fucking stupid that battle. Oh my god, there was so much going on here. Pow, pow, crash, boom, bang! Like I love, I loved the sound effects in this because that was my favorite thing when we were together was adding the sound effects to projects, and like it's all like the same shit I would use. It's like swoosh, bang, whoosh, like. (laughs) (laughs) It was very much. It's like. I don't know. It's very just like stock sounds. Um, Gabrielle, she tries to get her. She's like, I study maps and I can help you out along your journey. Xena decides, well, the, you know, she's like, hey, you can't come with me. Whatever. She goes to the the bad guy at the time. His name's Draco. Uh, where those bad dudes came from. And she asks him to spare that village. Yeah, they have like this weird like vibe where they I think they were lovers or partners or something. There was definitely some history between them and you could feel like some tension, whether it's like sexual tension or <laughs> tension yeah. because they there were was close some, friends or something. There was some sexual tension. They definitely used to be a thing. And now okay. we're sworn enemies or something. Well, you remember in the in the voiceover when we're getting like the intro, it's like. She was forged in the heat of battle. The power, the passion, the danger. So obviously, like, there's some, like, innuendos, like, in that intro. Yeah, well, I don't know if that came from, like, the Hercules series, if he's a crossover character, too. Because oh. I feel like they, they should have established that character some other way. But yeah. that's whatever. It was um, at this point that I wrote, I'm pissed I had to spend $2 on this. Like, because <laughs> it just wasn't doing anything for me yet. <laughs> so, Gabrielle, she wakes up in the middle of the night to leave... And like run off and try to find Xena. She knocks something over and wakes up to what I believe is her sister. She seems like pure of heart. um, And I think she's kind of like the moral compass that Xena would need along her journey. That was just like what I gathered from that that clip. It's kind of like a throwaway scene. Like you really didn't need it. But I think it's just to establish that she's like, you know, she wants, she's like the girl who wants to go to New York City and not live in the middle of Nebraska. You know what I mean? It's precisely what it is. And the sister's like, what are you going to do? I could beat you up. And then she's like, you're very strong for your age. I was like, is that supposed to be a joke? Because that didn't land for me. But like, yeah, it's just out there. But you're exactly right. She's a girl who's looking for adventure. She doesn't want to be down on the Greek farm anymore. She wants to be out there kicking booty with Xena. Yeah, she doesn't want to be eating porridge and shit. <laughs> um, she was definitely eating porridge. Cut to the next morning. Xena walks across this bridge stumbles upon a cyclops which apparently she has blinded before in the past she cuts off his belt his pants falls his pants fall down he falls over and cries yeah okay whatever um (laughs) yeah there was well (laughs) i was like it's not bad enough that you blinded this giant but now you have to like pants him and leave him crying on the ground to like humiliate him further like what was that for we because Maybe. it's supposed to establish what happens next with Gabriel. But in the meantime, while 
she's doing, Zena's doing this, which we find out she's going to her old town. Draco, the bad guy, orders his men to attack folks on Zena's orders. Yes. Um, and also sent dispatches a group of his own men to go and kill Zena. Uh, we now catch up. Gabriel's catching up to Zena. She runs into the same Cyclops. The Cyclops catches her in this like bamboo trap. She convinces the Cyclops she's going to kill Zena and bring her eyes back for him. She then um, ends up fooling a man to get a ride into town with her. So as we're seeing, she's using logic rather than muscle and might, which is Zena. So they're supposed to show once again, they're opposites, you know, good, kind heart, moral compass using her brain and, and wit. And then you have Zeno, which uses brawn, short, for, short fuse and so on. Yeah, literally like karate chopped that one guy off a horse. Like Zena is all about kicking ass. Like uh, I didn't, now that you're saying it, it makes more sense. At the time I was just like, okay, this farm girl's doing some really bad acting. Like she kept doing like big hand gestures like she was putting on a stage performance. And I was like, yep. oh, she's going to ruin the show. Like I don't, but now that you're saying she's, the brains and the brawn. I guess it makes more sense to me now. Early on, I'm like, I don't really understand this. Yeah, it, that's what it was supposed to show. I that's how I took it. So this is very like. I think you're right on, though. I think you're yeah. definitely more on than I am. So the next scene is Zena senses Draco's men behind her. She like jumps up into a tree and hides and jumps down and she takes them out one by one, pretty stealthily, till she comes back to the one dude that she fought and kicked his ass already in the beginning when she the guy was messing with the villagers she uh asked to get info where draco's heading says basically her hometown that we find out yeah xena goes to her hometown try to try to you know beat the rest of the people there uh her mother tells her that this is not her hometown anymore she's basically we find out she's basically been cast aside she's an outcast in her own town some shit might have happened where well because i think she was bad yeah she has like a bad rep to her so they don't want all the heat that comes along with having xena there you know she's known for doing bad shit um, and if she's a princess her is her mother because like it seemed like her mother was mother was a commoner like when she got there like just amongst like the village people the village yeah people. So but, you know, <laughs> villagers. yeah so the, once again this is like i don't get it um but the villagers they kind of turn. We find out that Draco's men are invading part or like the western part of the town. The villagers basically go to fight Xena. They like all try to gain up on her. Yeah. Um, and say that they uh, Draco's men are carrying her flag and burning down bridges. And these fucking villagers that just have like rocks in their hand. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? And they all start just throwing these rocks. Death. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, they just start pelting her. And then <laughs> Gabrielle shows up, uh, stands in between them, uh, and kind of is like, hey, look, you know, Zena didn't have anything to do with this. You know, this is not what's happening. Zena reluctantly decides to bring Gabrielle along with her. She returns to defend her village against Draco. Um, and it comes down to a one on one battle and what happens is they are in a suspended tree trunk and the first one to touch the ground dies um this was 
I mean, the dumbest fucking scene not, I've ever. But seen. it was hysterical. Like first of all, first of all, when they're fighting, and then all the stuff starts rolling, and she has to like hang on, and her feet are literally like six inches off the ground. And then when he's like, <laughs> sorry, it just struck me so funny when he walks across the people like on their heads, and then someone in the crowd's like. Come on, Xena, walk on me! Like that's so weird. It was out of like Kung Pao Fury. Yeah. It was like a parody of every Kung Fu movie you've ever seen. And it was ridiculous. So in order for them to not touch the ground, they're just like basically just crushing people's like shoulder blades. <laughs> Literally walking like, on people's heads. Breaking, like almost yeah. like Almost like stage diving, but it's so be on their backs. They're just walking across a crowd of people. And I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, this went off the, ri- this <laughs> went went off the rails. Off. Like, this show, I don't, they would, I don't, they just pick random shit out, out of a hat. This- what they do is they just like put all these ideas, they're like, fight off people's heads. Like, and just put it in, like Cyclops with no eye and they just like pick <laughs> it out of a fucking huge hat of all these stupid ideas they came up with how how did someone just like let's just review this how did someone look at this pilot and go yes this is the show <laughs> this is buying this bad boy like how- oh, check <laughs> like I was flabbergasted when these two dudes like as Xena and Drago are fighting like these two guys grab bow and arrows and they're literally like like so slow like look like they were stoned I'm like nothing in here matches up like everything feels like you're on like you're high as hell because it just makes no sense yeah (laughs) just filming that scene I'd be like what the fuck no one's walking (laughs) on my head so I'd be like, what's my motivation in this scene? And they're like, don't touch the ground. Okay, got it. By any means necessary, got it. Remember when you were seven years old and the ground was lava? Yes, that. I wrote it down. Oh my God, Joe. That's what I wrote in my notes. I go, this is like the kid game. I'm like, oh, the floor is lava. Like, That's a whole game show. What the fuck? Yeah, um, like seriously. Oh my God. So Zena ends up winning this stupid fucking match, but she lets Draco live. And yeah. Draco actually he stands up and he looks like he's about to come at Xena and kill her, but he ends up killing one of his own men who tries to sneak up behind Xena and kill him. So it shows that he has. Well, he believes in sportsmanship, right? It's like they made an agreement and like that's the thing of it. Yeah, it's like moral, like, you know, we had an agreement. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Like, I just. There's so many things that are flawed in this that I know, like, I know that it's 1995, but I also don't think that's an excuse. Like, there's so many. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, yeah, I get it. It's just like, this is is what shows were like to me back then, so I'm used to it. Like, I watched power rangers and this is power rangers yeah like i get and- that okay 1995 let, let's review some of the most popular shows of 1995 okay okay jag which went on for like 405 years 10 seasons is there anything that we can compare this to the outer limits maybe i don't even know what the fuck show that is oh you've never heard of that that went on for like seven seasons um let me see let me see if there's something out there like this like I mean, they're listing Hercules as a 1995 children's show. 
I mean, you're getting all the animated shows like Street Fighter and like all that is during this time. Mm-hmm. So the, so that kind of thing is popular. But I mean, otherwise, there's some like pretty like all right shows going on. Like the Drew Carey show. I always like that show. I'm, <laughs> I mean, Cleveland News Bro- Radio. News Radio Cleveland was popular. Bro- yeah. Like, I don't know. Mad TV is big during this time. The Waynes Brothers is big during this time. I don't know. Like, this to me is just like so poorly done. And and it was a spinoff. So I'm like, well, how fucking bad is Hercules then? Oh, my God. Get over yourself. Okay. Xena returns mm-hmm. to her mother and gets back into her good graces. Gabrielle and Xena wake up the next morning and then they go off on their journey. To, like, to nobody start. cares. No one gives a <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, they no one cares a that shit. That Xena saved them. Like, fine. Who gives a shit? I honestly wrote at the end of this, I don't give a shit about this show. How does it end? She probably dies or becomes a Greek goddess that people look up to. That was my that was my last note. Okay. I wrote that Xena is going to sacrifice herself to save Gabrielle, who will probably save her a few times along the way. And maybe yeah. she will have a child with Hercules. Yeah, I wonder, does Kevin Sorbo make an appearance in the show? Well, I thought at some point they they get back together along the way. I don't know. Yeah, that was I thought it was point. supposed to be his girlfriend. But now I'm yeah. starting to think like it's Gabrielle's girlfriend. Well, like, I don't know. Yeah, her and Gabrielle become like a thing. They yeah. kiss and shit. <sighs> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, my thought was that she dies and she now becomes one of these Greek icons that everybody kind of you know, when they talk about, God, like they've talked about Oedipus in this episode. They talked about Ares, Zeus. Like I thought Xena was going to become like one of those. Next one on Mount Olympus. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like that was my, that's my prediction for the ending is that she dies because, you know, how else are you going to end it? And then that's like her legacy. Well, they can't because Athena is already the warrior goddess. Oh, well, she's the warrior princess goddess. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I'm like, I feel yeah. like we're throwing, you know, just history books against the wall and seeing what sticks here. So they're picking out their favorite because, like, Cyclopses have made numerous times, like in the Iliad and stuff like is that. Is that what they are? I couldn't. I was like, when I saw Cyclops, I was like, is that Greek mythology? Yeah, it's from the like Iliad and the Odyssey and and other stories that have featured Cyclopses in the same sort of waves, like stealing their eye and like right getting eaten by them and shit it was always like or they like eat a bunch of sheep and shit yeah i think it's in the odyssey they they all try to hide under sheep and like this big cyclops comes and like eats the sheep with some of the guys underneath it it's it's uh yeah to me that wasn't that like whatever we want to call that special effects part wasn't as bad as like some other questionable things mm -hmm. um I actually thought the Cyclops thing was kind of interesting and was more of a world that I wanted to explore, like more like uh, fantasy that I wanted yeah. to explore. Like I didn't need as much action. I know she's a warrior, but like there was so much action and so much of it seemed kind of pointless. The only thing I thought that they did well was, you know how in shows and movies they'll always do like, there's one person against 50, but they're only going to fight her one at a time. At least yep. here, they would come after her like four at a time and stuff like that. Like that was done well. 
but I mm-hmm. really wanted the emphasis to be more on like the fantasy magic part of this. Yep. No, yeah, I got that. And um, I think we'll kind of see where it ends up going. Uh, it, maybe what other, whatever mythology they pull in and like what other stories, um, if they're going to fight like people like Medusa and other people along the way. Now that's what I think. See, they where, where they lost me in this pilot that they should have done, you're bringing up a really good point is, there's a handful, like six that we know by name from Greek mythology, just even if you've never looked anything up by that, you know, Zeus, you know, Medusa. Why didn't they have one of those people be like either some kind of guide for her or somebody she fights in this pilot? Like this guy, Draco with the Mohawk is nobody. Yeah, I think you're kind of establishing. We're trying to figure out who Xena is. But. I think she's a self now looking at it. She's probably a self-made fighter. We don't know that much about her past besides the fact Mm -hmm. that she's like a commoner. So I'm thinking like, she's like a kind of a self-made person. Yeah. Maybe that's where they're going. It was like women empowerment direction rather than. We needed someone that we could be like, Oh, okay. That that's, that's well, Zeus or that's whoever. Yeah, like, well, I mean, were they expecting us to already have watched Hercules? That's what I. Th- thank you. That's what I'm missing. Like, I'm like, well, if you're a first time watcher, what has made me understand this? And like those three flashbacks at the beginning, all that maybe they could be flashbacks from Hercules. Yeah, it's I the guess same so. sort of aesthetic, I assume. Yeah, that's yeah, it is. I mean, it is. But it just seemed like, well, those weren't really much. Those just kind of sound like, oh, I was bad. But who is she? What's her origin? We have, if I just sat down to watch Xena and had no idea that there was a Hercules to watch ahead of it, I have no idea what her origin is. And they still have not established it in this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of out there. Like Like if you didn't know that it was derived from Hercules and you try to watch this from the first time, it would be a tough to get latched on mm-hmm. like it didn't immediately make me want to watch a ton more it's no. like i like it i love greek mythology i love um you know action I, shows and i do myth- too that's why mythology. i think it was lacking yeah and all this stuff it just it didn't it didn't sink its teeth into me um so i guess we'll see Would what you the say it didn't blow your balls off maybe i guess it didn't exactly blow my balls off like still attached didn't even didn't even start to rip a little bit. I think that you are someone who's okay with like that shit acting type thing because like you're all right with it, but I I can't get behind it. Okay, I'm not the I didn't think the acting was super bad. I think the action not hers. scenes hers like was that. actually good. Yeah, it's the action scenes and stuff like that that suck, but it's I put myself in those shoes back when I was a little kid watching Shows that are very similar. Yeah. So to me, but if you are someone that grew up that is relatively younger now, maybe like 14, 15 years old, you'd be like, this is fucking horseshit. Yeah, like this, this is, is terrible. I can't get on board with this. And the fact is that this show went to like 2000. Yeah. So when effects are better. So I guess when we watch a finale, effects better be better. And I'll they did change. I think the uh, 4-3 ratio 
was changed to what's the next one? Sixteen nine. So I think yeah, the four three was for the first two seasons, and then the rest of them had the sixteen nine. I read that somewhere too. No, but not only that, just like the effects should be better. Yeah, I mean, please. Uh, what else? Okay, all right. One other thing I want to look up: what shows were popular in the year two thousand? Because then we can pretty much every other show we've done so far. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And like, so if well, you compare like 2001. that, yeah. Smallville 2001, like that's pretty good special effects. It's close to, you I think what, what I we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't think it's too far off. That still was like eh, choppy, like CGI, stuff like that. It's clunky. But I mean, even CSI started in 2000 and you have to get pretty like, you got to use all that techie shit. Yeah. But they also still use flip phones. Yeah. True. So it's going to, I hope it improves, but to what level it improves is yet to be seen. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. So tune in uh, Thursday, find out where Xena goes and find out w- what the fuck, like <laughs> where this goes. Cause I honestly have no idea. If someone can uh, answer what the fuck. It goes on for a few years as a few you know, seasons as a pretty decent run here. Was it five, six seasons? Yeah. Uh, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at spoil everything pod and check it out Thursday. Be there. Bye.